0: Welcome everyone to the latest Motor Millennials podcast episode. I'm your host, Zach Rothenberger, with Anthony Lucci, as always. Quick reminder before we get into today's special Monday episode, to check back a couple weeks ago, we had the Sarge, Tony Schumacher join us. So if you haven't checked that episode out yet, you might want to now. Today's episode, we welcome Antron Brown to the podcast.
1: Antron is a three-time NHRA top fuel dragster champion, has 68 NHRA event wins, 16 in Pro Stock Motorcycle, and 52 wins in Top Fuel Dragster. He heads into the 2022 season with his newly formed team, AB Motorsports. With the vision of one team, one mind, one purpose, Andron and his team have their sights set on a fourth NHRA Top Fuel Dragster Championship. So Antron, thanks for joining us on the Motor and Millennials podcast.
2: Oh, it's great to be on. It's great to be on. And, uh, I'm really excited, man. And, uh, I'm really excited that next generation coming up, coming through and coming in and, uh, just educating them and just telling them what we're doing out here right now in the sport of drag racing.
1: Yeah, no, we, we're really happy to have you on and excited to go over, you know, what you've accomplished in your career and also what, uh, 2022 has in store for you. So I guess Antron, you started your racing career, Um, on two wheels in dirt bikes. So what interested you in drag racing overall? And was it easy to make that switch over to uh, four wheels?
2: Yeah, you know, what interested me was like, as I grew up as a kid, you know, my background, my dad and uncle, they were sportsman racers. So they were super super comp racers and uh, they bracket raced and they raced super gas. And I grew up around the drag racetrack with them and I always had a love for four wheels, but the only thing I could afford was half the four, which was two. <laughs> you know, so, so I grew up racing dirt bikes, loved them, loved them, and uh, two wheels still love them today. And a huge, huge fan of watching Supercross, Motocross, and a road racing, flag track racing. But you know, when I was up as a kid, my biggest love was watching the fuel cars, watching Top Fuel, watching Funny Car, watching all of them, just. Like, you know what I mean? They move you. They just don't move the ground. It's the first motorsports I've been to where the cars took off, and you could feel it in your chest and your gut, and it makes your eyes want to pop out your head. You know what I mean? So so when I was there, and experienced that for the first time in life when I was about 10 years old. My dad and uncle took me to the big race like that, and, man, I was in awe. I used to love jet cars. And then when they took me to an HRA race, I saw the nitro cars. My dad goes, you, you saw the lightning now it's time for you to see the thunder i didn't know what he meant by that but the nitro cars with the thunder like you know you felt it before and then and once i got that taste in my mouth i was just like man this is what i want to do and and that's what turned me full attention onto drag racing when I went to my first nitro race
1: oh awesome so you really always wanted to have an ultimate goal to get into a, a top fuel dragster and just slowly had to work through, you know, the ranks to get there, I guess. Right.
2: Yes. And and like, you know, I never thought that I could be a top fuel driver. You know what I mean? I always thought that like I was like, hey, man, if I could do something, this is what I truly love to do. You know what I mean? Not necessarily knowing that I was going to be able to do it, but, you know, I put myself out and around it and when I put myself out and around the opportunity came and I was able to make sure I was prepared to take a hold of that opportunity and run with it.
0: Yeah, I think that's an, an important uh, thing you just mentioned is to be around it, get be around the people, go to the racetrack and and get involved and really see what it takes and kind of fuel that passion. So that's that's good to hear. And season, you formed your, your new racing team, A B Motorsports. Um I saw your your slogan is one team, one mind, one purpose. That's I love I love that. So how's it how's it like you're transitioning from being solely a driver to now you're you're a team owner and a driver, probably among many other things. There yes, you go. sure it is. we're gonna need to get
2: one. Yes. yes. I I'll hook y'all up. I'll make sure Allison send y'all send y'all a few of them out there for you. But uh and and the the one thing of it is that's our team motto. And uh I can't take credit for that. That motto came from my first team owner, that wise race pro sac motorcycle from Troy Vincent. Uh, you know, he's the vice president of NFL Football League under Roger Goodell and uh and Troy, he had these mottos and sayings with him. And that one just stuck with me the most. It was team 23. It was one team, one mind, one purpose. And that was to be one unit. You, like, you, know, you work and communicate so well that you work as one unit, even though your unit is of many people. And that's what forms a team. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it doesn't take one, like not one person. This is one thing that I always said to myself. One person can't be perfect. But if you surround yourself by great people, you can make a perfect thing happen because all those people in that group covers up each other's gaps and shortfalls. You know what I mean? Kind of like a shingle on the roof. Mm-hmm. You know why your roof don't get, you don't get wet inside? One shingle can't keep you from getting wet, but when you overlap many of them, it stops you from getting wet and keeps the storm, and keeps all the weather out, right? So this is the same thing in life is that if you surround yourself by great people, not great things happen, but unbelievable things happen, mm-hmm. and and uh, and that's what AB Motorsport is built on. That's the foundation of it. it's the people that we have here at AB Motorsports. And the thing about it is, I tell all of our partners and I tell all of our team, I said one team, one mind, one purpose, and that's not just the one on the racetrack, but it's the one off the racetrack for all of our partners involved. And uh, and that's me doing everything, all the little things, not just winning or making great things happen but all the little things add up to be great and uh and i tell all my guys i said we got to be great at all the little things if we're great at all the little things the big things will be incredibly great so uh and that's where that motto comes from and that's why i push so hard because uh i know a key ingredient to be successful is the people you surround yourself by
0: Oh, that, that makes, that's very powerful. It's something, it's such a simple saying, but it it really goes very deep it, and it's so true in every aspect of life, really. When you look, think about it. Yes. Yeah. So I know your, your oldest son, I believe Anson, he races junior dragsters. Is that correct? And he recently got a super comp yeah. license. So how's it been seeing your son grow, grow, not only as a young man, but as a racer as well. And have there has there been any, you know, kind of tips or lessons you've taught him along the way?
2: I mean, I've talked, taught- uh anson like you know just through racing for me i'll be honest with you this is this is the this is the this is the funny part is that we all like all the one all of us that have kids we know that our kids when they get to a certain age they don't like to listen right so like my son anson was good till now like he's 17 about to be 18 but when he was in that stint of being like 13 to 15, even at 16, he wanted to prove me wrong. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He wanted to prove me wrong. And uh, and I used to tell him, I said, son, I am on your team. You get what I mean? I'm not getting on you because I want to make it hard on you. I'm on your team to try to make you better. You follow what I mean? And, uh, and he started to understand that. And now that he's gotten older, it's it's so funny how things transcend and how racing has helped him. Motorsports sports has helped him because when we were racing, he's, Anson started racing when he was eight years old. And then when he started racing, like, you know, like he wanted to win, but when he came home, he wanted to be on the video games or he wanted to go out, play with his friend. I said, Son, that's great. You can do all that. But you got to put some work in like, Practice this practice tree. See if you could beat me. And I know it's boring when you do it by yourself, but you got to make it fun because the work you put in, I told him Monday through Thursday, that's what you're showcasing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the racetrack. Like winning, it's just like you don't show up in his luck. You know, you might have some luck sometimes, but if you want to win consistently, you got to put that work in Monday through Thursday. And then he started putting to work and it was so funny. Like he lost second round at one race. And then the next round he goes out there and he goes out there and he, I want to say like, he goes out there and he loses second round. Then we come home, we work a little bit. And next race, he makes it to the finals, but he lost in the final. And he was like, man, I said, all you got to do is keep on putting that work. And so the next week after that he worked every day because he, almost had that taste of that win and he went out not even with me with a good friend of mine took him racing because i was racing and he wins with them then he goes out again with them and wins again and he wins again and i've never been to a race to win with my son yet and he and uh and he learned he goes dad now i understand about the work and then the funniest part my daughter started racing and she found that out then it was so crazy where they go once we learn that we started applying that to the way we play basketball, soccer, the way my daughter dances. They started applying that same train of thought to their schoolwork. Mm-hmm. They're like, now, now, if I want to get an A, I just got to pull a little work in. Before I used to show up in class and pay attention to get an A or a B. But now they know that if they got all straight A's on their report card, they get 200 bucks. So they're like, well, I'm going to get that 200. <laughs> so, so. They were like, I got to get all A's. You know what I mean? And then if, you got, if they got all A's and one B, they get a hundred bucks. So, so that process started clicking with them. And it was all of lessons they learned from racing at an early age. Stuff that as a parent, you could tell them to your black and blue in the face, but they won't listen. But then when they saw how it transcended, how it actually rewarded them for the work they put in, they saw it right away. They were like, I got it now I, I'm laughing because I didn't learn that till I was like 20 years old so I got in college <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. so so it really changed their mindset the whole form of motorsports is really and racing at an early age transformed all of my kids' life at an early age
0: I think when you talk about putting the work in <laughs> and I think you know, when people who aren't familiar with racing, they might think, oh, putting the work in, like, what does that mean? Well, I think that means a lot of stuff. Like you said, you can you can relate it to sports and anything. It's eating right, probably, right? Exercising, practicing, and, and just getting your mind right. So, so that yes. when it comes time to race, you don't have to think, you just do it, right?
2: You you just do it. And the hardest part is, is muscle memory. It's like, the more you do it, and you do it without thinking about it. You follow me? And that's what I'm saying. You're doing it with your unconscious mind. Follow me? Your conscious mind, you actually got to think about what you do. And the best way I explain to people is I said, like, think about people who drive to and from work every day. There's times you get in your vehicle and you're driving home and you don't even realize how you got home. You just pull up in your driveway because you literally drove home with your unconscious mind because you were thinking about so many other things. And when you do that over and over again, you're you you could do it automatically. You're not thinking about it. It's like Michael Jordan taking a jump shot back in the day. He didn't think about taking a jump shot or Kobe Bryant, because they did it for like thousands or Larry Bird. They did it for thousands of times where it was automatic, or like Steph Curry when he shoots a three and a half court. Like that just goes in. Well, people don't realize the work that he put in. That cat has shot probably like not ten thousands of shots. But I mean like hundreds of thousands of shots or probably millions of shots. Like it just doesn't matter. like hand just goes same thing about driving a car. You just like, you just do it when you do it so much and you practice it and just like cutting the light in a drag racing competition. If you practice it over and over again, you do it automatically.
1: And Ryan, I think that's a lot of awesome advice to young racers and anyone who's looking to be, more competitive and chase their dreams is you got to have, put it, have the seat time, right. Put in the work. And, you know, if you're, you can't really cut corners, it, the more muscle memory you can gain the, the better off you're going to be in the long run. So I guess just one other question, Antron, now that you're um, transitioning to an owner and uh, you're still going to be racing full-time, how are you kind of managing all of your, your time and priorities, I guess, <laughs> because I think that's something that as as times progress and like we were now on our cell phones all the time and we're doing this, we're doing that. We're working on this project. How do you, I mean, you are the the leader here. Can you give anyone listening to this podcast, any advice on how to manage and a lot of big tasks like you you are doing yourself?
2: Well, the thing that I've learned in this span of doing what I'm doing right now, like, you know, of uh team ownership and to do what we're doing is that, you literally have to put the time in it is there's no magical formula. There's no special secret sauce It's just time. And as you see right now, we are talking on a Sunday right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. You see where I'm at on Sunday. I'm not home. I'm at the race shop. I literally just got done working on stuff right before I got on this podcast and I'm working like, Literally, you just got to keep putting the time in and and it will come. And, and the more time you you put in, the easier it'll actually get eventually down the road, you know. And uh, for me, it's just trying to get that time in. And my cr- both my crew chiefs are here. My assistant crew chiefs are here and we're just going over game planning right now. We're going over little odds and ends, making sure all of our computer systems work and everything that we have work.
1: Awesome! We can't wait to see what you guys are going to accomplish this season. So we're super excited to see AV Motorsports out at the racetrack. And I guess as we wrap up wrap up the podcast episode today, Antron, we got a couple uh, a fun rapid fire question section for you. So are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready.
2: All Absolutely. Right. So first off, do you prefer two wheels
1: or four wheels?
2: I prefer. Well, that's a tough question. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I think I prefer four wheels right now. I Prefer four wheels for sure.
0: So when you're when you're driving on the street and you have like a, a fun, fast car to drive, what do you prefer? Like, what's your favorite street car?
2: Man, that is a that's a tough question. I think one of the funnest cars that I have gotten to drive uh, is actually a Lexus LFA. Mm. That was a sweet car. That was a sweet car because I've been in a lot of exotic cars, sports cars, muscle cars, and stuff like that. Old muscle drives hard, fast, makes the noise. But that LFA, it had like the sport, exotic, and it revved and it sounded like an F1 engine. <laughs> You know what I mean? It had like a mixture of all the forms of motorsports, all in, like in all the different kind of cars I like into one.
0: They're very nice cars, so that's a good choice. <laughs> um, all right, so it's race day Sunday morning. What kind? What what music are you listening to to get you get you pumped up and in the zone?
2: Man, uh, you know one of one of my favorites is uh, Jay Z with Linkin Park Encore
0: that's a great one
2: and and uh that that's one that resonates with me And a uh, little way with Eminem, no love mm-hmm. it's got the background music you know what I mean With uh and uh man I, I i i listen to a lot of them man it's a lot of stuff out there man uh that I go back in the day with and and some hardcore stuff but uh definitely definitely that's that's two of my phase right there man that, that gets me ready you know that gets me ready for sure
1: Yeah, it's definitely important to get in the zone and get pumped up and excited for when you pull up to the the stage and lanes and Mm -hmm. and uh, to the track. So one last question, Antron. So previously you um, you had a pizza uh, company as your sponsor on your on your on uh, your race car. Right. So uh, what is I'm also I'm actually in the process of building uh, a pizza truck with a. A uh, wood-fired oven on the back of it, um, and it's a, based on a 55 Chevy uh, truck. So we want to know who who has the best pizza and uh, where are they located, in your opinion.
2: All right, look now, where are you out of? Where are you out of, man? Where are you out?
1: Right out of uh, right right near uh, Maple Grove Raceway. So,
2: oh, Maple right Grove. Out. Okay, yep. okay. So, were you talking East Coast out there, ma'am? Listen to me. You go to a spot in New Jersey. And it's Palmermos. It's a pizza place or Di Lorenzo's or two really good pizza places. But Palmermos, they make a tomato pie. Brother, Mm. what I'm telling you is good. I'm on my phone right now. If I wasn't, I got pictures of it because that's (laughs) from my hometown. They got a place right there in Bordentown. And it is really, really good. And they got the fresh clump sauces go on it. And that'll be right up your alley, man. The main thing is the ingredients, is having a fresh sauce that has a sweet tinge to it so it doesn't have a bitter, salty taste, and make it out of fresh ingredients and have the dough where it comes out the oven, yet the crust has a little crisp, but it's soft and doughy on the inside. You know what I mean? And the sauce makes it not a lot of cheese. You have have to have the taste of the the sauce because a real pizza from back in the day, you know, because I grew up. Around Chambersburg was Italian Village, it, it was more sauce. And then another good pizza they have is called a Brooklyn pie. But what it is is like an old school grandma pizza. And what it is, it's like a tomato pie with the sauce where the tomatoes are crushed really fine, but it comes up, but it's got the sweet tinge to it with the light, like you know, with light cheese on it. And then they actually put the oil and vinegar with the basil, like the fresh basil is in the oil and vinegar on top of the pizza so it's got that nice like sweet basil olive oil taste to it with the sweet tomatoes ripe tomato sauce with the cheese spread spread out there so you see the like the tomato sauce popping through it (laughs) oh my goodness man like i'm talking about man it, it tastes so good right now i'm ready to go on the plane and go back to jersey man i
1: know it's, it's around lunchtime so i actually might go 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 drive over there and go grab a slice <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's called pomeramo's trust me they got a main spine board. Time. i used to have like four pizza places all across there and you can't go wrong with dealer renzo's but pomero's that's the place been there since i was a kid
1: awesome so there you there you guys have it so Antron, we, again, we can't thank you enough for joining this episode of Motor Millennials. Um, if, where can everyone find you and AB Motorsports on the internet now?
2: Man, you can find me. You go on my website, antronbrown.com, and you'll see everything on AB Motorsports there. We got AB Motorsports uh, on Instagram. And also, you have Antron Brown TF that's on Instagram. You can look me up. You see all my stuff on there, just Antron Brown on Twitter. Uh but you can see all my stuff, all my social channels, they're all through. Like you could go to my website and get connected to everything with Antron Brown. We have merch on there too. Uh new merch is coming out really, really soon with A B Motorsports. You can see my logo. That, logo. that
1: looks awesome. Yeah,
2: logo. It's got a little deal in it right there. That's great. So uh you know, we put God first in everything we do for sure. So uh, but at the end of the day. It's, uh, it's exciting on this new venture, but uh, I'm really proud of all the guys we have and all of our partners that are that are part of this. You know, from Mako Tools, uh, Lucas Oil, Toyota, TGR, which is a, a Toyota Gazoo Racing of North America. And then we have a lot of great partners that's local to you, like Hankstaffer's Metal Working Solution. They're out of Manawai, New Jersey, South Jersey, that whole family. We could do a lot of things that we do without them. And, uh, man, and the list just keeps on going on and on, on our, on our race car. And I couldn't be more prouder to support Sirius XM radio that brings all of our music to us too. And, uh, we have dark sleeves. We have so many great partners on our car, man. And, uh, I just don't want to leave nobody out that really helped us get to where we're at right now. Cause they have, they've been our strong backbone right there and streamlight flashlights and summit racing equipment weld race rims. We got them on a the race car out there and we just got a lot of great partners, but I just want everybody to come check us out, come see us, see what we do. And, uh, we're just really excited just to, to kick this 2022 season off.
1: Awesome. Well, Andron, we know you're, you're going to really kick some butt this season and, uh, we're super excited. Like we said earlier to see what you guys are going to accomplish. This is, this is definitely an exciting time in, in the, in the NHRA, uh, history books. Right. And, uh, it's going to be a great season. So anyone who's listening, uh, make sure you check out Antron where he said you can find him on social media and you can find us online at motor millennials and motor motor and millennials.com. And we'll catch you next week. And as always keep on motoring. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you, you,
2: Antron.